Today our scripture comes from the book of Matthew, chapter 15, verses 36 and 37. I tell you, on the day of judgment, you will have to give an account for every careless word you utter. For by your words you will be justified, and by your words you will be condemned. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Thanks for Brenda Obedinsky for reading our scripture for us this morning. And uh, she kind of got double duty today, so we appreciate her. And as we now have heard this word, we seek its meaning and understanding for our lives. So let's ask God to help us with that in a moment of prayer. God, again, we thank you. We thank you for your word that comes to us always as a light into our path of life. And it comes as instruction to help us to understand your will for our life. And so, Lord, as we hear these words, we seek your Spirit's guidance and understanding that you might open our hearts and minds to your holy word, that you may enable me to proclaim it in a way that glorifies you and lifts you up and draws us all in a closer relationship with you. Oh, God, we pray these things in your precious name. Amen. Well, today we are in the third week of a series of sermons that we're calling Something More where we're looking at how we can experience the abundant life that Jesus promises us. And this is done by taking control of those things that hinder our spiritual growth and maximizing those things that uh, promote spiritual growth in our lives so that our lives can become more of the life that God created us to live. And in week one, we talked about how the something more kind of life begins by acknowledging our desire for something more. It's acknowledging that something is missing, something is not right within our lives. And so we all have this built-in thirst for something more. But when that thirst is directed toward a life-giving relationship with God, when we long for God like a deer lost in the wilderness longs for a drink of fresh water, you will be satisfied. Your thirst, your longing will be quenched. Whereas Jesus says, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. So there's something more kind of life begins with an attitude of expectation, of hope, as we turn to God to quench the thirst within our souls. Last week we talked about defeating the garbage in, garbage out dilemma that we have in life by uh, replacing all the negative aspects in the world around us with a surround sound wall of faith. For as it says in scripture, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Therefore, we need to make sure that we are hearing and that we are seeing and watching and absorbing, uplifting, uh, faith-focused content throughout every day of our life. And that helps us to create an environment where it's conducive to spiritual growth. Today, I'm going to talk to you about the words that we speak and the impact that those words can have upon our lives and how we can best use them in our daily lives. And in our text for the day, the passage we read, Jesus says, I tell you, on the day of judgment, you will have to give an account for every careless word you utter. Can you imagine that? Every careless word? Wow. Ouch. <laughs> uh, and then he goes on to say, for by your words you will be justified, and by your words you will be 
condemned. So Jesus is telling us that the words that we speak uh, carry with them a very heavy weight. And it's not just how the words that we speak make other people feel. It's also how these words impact our own spiritual lives. And in this world that we're living in today, where the words that we speak and the words that we text and type and post on social media are often used so carelessly, I believe today's message is something that we need to hear and take to heart. So today, let's talk about how the words that we speak create a climate for spiritual growth uh, for ourselves and in the lives of other people. And to begin this process, you need to get in the habit of listening, listening to what you say and how you say it. I heard a preacher tell the story about uh, how he called his wife at home one afternoon, and when she picked up the phone, the answer machine picked up at the same time. So their conversation was recorded. That ever happened to you? <laughs> yeah, it happened to me back when I was using answer machines. And uh, so their conversation was recorded. When he got home that evening, he began to listen to all the messages he had on the answer machine, and he came across this conversation that he had with his wife. And he said that as he listened to that conversation, he was kind of taken, taken back and, frankly, very embarrassed of the tone of irritation that he had with his wife because he says he wasn't really even that irritated. And it was just a habit he had picked up uh, without cause or without justification that he just never realized that that was the way he talked to his wife. But after listening to this conversation, it was an eye-opener to him. And he um, began to pledge that he would talk more tenderly to his wife. And, of course, that made a big difference in his life, made his life better in more ways than one. Has he discovered when you pay attention to your words and you realize that you're speaking carelessly, um, negatively, even harshly to other people, you realize how that not only affects your relationship with another person, but it also impacts your entire environment, your own uh, overall environment. So, again, we need to get in the habit of listening to the words we say, what we say, and how we say them. And there are really two good reasons I think we need to do this. Because, one, your words reveal what's really in your heart. There's an undeniable connection between the condition of your heart and the content of your speech. As Jesus said, for out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And he goes on in chapter 15 to say, what comes out of the mouth proceeds from the heart. So if you've ever really wondered what's in your heart or what you really like, then listen to what you say. And listen not only to the things that you say in the presence of others, but listen also to the things that you say to yourself throughout the day. Listen to the things that you say and the things that you don't say in your communication with God. It will tell you everything you need to know about yourself. The book of James says, If any think they are religious and do not bridle their tongues but deceive their hearts, their religion is worthless. So James, just like uh, Jesus here, he, he recognizes the connection between the condition of our hearts and the, co the content of our speech. This is why listening to yourself is so important. It often becomes an a, a eye-opening moment when we realize how we're really speaking. When you pay close attention to the words that come out of your mouth, you often find yourself saying, wow, that's 
really what's in my heart? That's me. That's the kind of person I am. Maybe some things need to change here. Your words tell you a lot about you. So get in the habit of listening to what you say and how you say it. And then here's another reason to pay attention to what you say. That is that your words have the power to help you change. In Paul's letter to the Romans, he makes this connection with the condition of our hearts and the the content of our speech when he says, If you confess with your lips that Jesus is Lord and you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For one believes with the heart and is so justified, and one confesses with the mouth and is so saved. So you see this connection here. Again, the Mark, Mark's gospel does the same thing. He makes this connection, or Jesus makes this connection between our heart and our speech when he says, Truly I tell you, if you say to this mountain, be taken up and thrown into the sea, and if you do not doubt in your heart, but believe what you say will come to pass, it will be done for you. And here's what I'm saying. It's not enough just to, to want things to change. <laughs> It's not enough just to hope things will change in your life. You need to confirm with your words what you're ready to believe in your heart. You need to hear yourself actually speaking the words of faith, the words of God, out loud to yourself. You know why? Because, as we learned last week, faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. So in addition to filling your your mind with uplifting and empowering content uh, throughout every day, as we learned, we talked about last week, we also need to to fill our speech with uplifting and empowering content as well, because you can't talk defeat all day and expect to experience victory. You can't uh, complain all day and expect to experience joy. You can't be critical about everything and everyone around you and expect to experience contentment. You can't give voice to every worry and anxiety and stress in your life and expect to experience God's peace. Your words, they set the tone for your outlook each and every day. And they set the stage for what God can do next in your life. For this reason, it's important to pay attention to what we say and how we say it. And in the time we have remaining this morning, I want to talk about three main areas of conversation that we need to give special attention to. And that is the words that you speak to God, the words you speak to yourself, and the words you speak to others. Let's look first at your conversation with God. What we're really talking about here is your prayer life. If you were with us during the first week of um, this series, you heard me talk about how we, we, we have the freedom and the privilege to be gut-level honest in God's presence. In other words, you can tell God whatever is really going on in your heart, whatever you're feeling, whatever you're thinking, it's okay to do that. You can pour out your heart to God, no holes barred. In fact, I'd go so far as to say is that God not only permits us to do this, God expects it of us. He he demands this of us. Because God doesn't want your prayer life to just be built on uh, pretense, where you say religious phrases that you really don't mean. God wants us to be completely transparent and honest with him in our prayer life. 
As King David says, I pour out my complaint before him. I tell my trouble before him. You're not going to be struck by lightning if you tell God what you're really thinking and how you're really feeling. That's what he longs to hear. So don't hold back. Pour it out to God. But don't stop there. As you pour your heart out to God, speak also to God about your faith, as faltering as it may be at the moment. Speak to God also about your desire to trust in Him, even though your level of trust may be limited right now. Speak to God also about your gratitude for all that He has done for you in your past. It's okay to be transparent with God about the ugly and the negative things in your heart. But also remember to give voice to that part of your heart that is leaning toward faith. It just involves saying things to God, I mean, being honest with God and saying like, God, I am discouraged right now more than I've ever been. I am, I am more frustrated than I've ever been. I'm more heartbroken than I've ever been. It just seems like you don't care. There's a part of me that knows that you do. And so there's a part of me that dares to believe. Even though my emotions right now are, are all over the place and out of control and I can't see the light at the end of the tunnel, I know that my Redeemer lives. And so I choose to trust in you. That's exactly what King David did. You see this on and on throughout the scriptures, but in that passage we read from Psalms 142, he poured out his complaint to God, but then he reaffirms his faith. In the same passage he says, You are my refuge, my portion in the land of the living. So in order to create an environment where spiritual growth can take place in your life, you have to pay attention to your prayer life, to the words you speak to God. You have to make the intentional choice to lay before Him all of the hurts of your heart and to lay before Him all of the hope that is within your heart. So next, let's consider the conversation you have with yourself. Yourself. Now, we've all been taught that people who talk to themselves are probably a little crazy, right? Well, that's exactly what I'm going to encourage you to do this morning. So if people start to call you or think of you as being a little crazy, you can blame it on me. Because I am encouraging you to, to make it a point to speak out loud the words of faith every day. Paul says, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Well, whenever you hear yourself speak God's word and to speak God's truth throughout the day, you are creating that environment for faith to increase. Listen to what God says to Joshua. This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth. You shall meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to act in accordance with all that is written in it. For then you shall make your way prosperous, and then you shall be successful. How's that for creating a culture of of positive increase? Uh, The more you speak God's word... Uh, the more that uh, you will uh, be successful, the more that you will prosper, the more that you will grow spiritually. You you may not be able to control your emotional thoughts uh, and your emotions, and sometimes even your thought life is all over the place, but you can take charge of the words you speak. You can also choose to speak the word of God each and every day into your life. This is why it's so important, I think, to memorize Scripture. As King David says, I treasure your word in my heart 
so that I may not sin against you. It has been my experience that when I speak the scriptures out loud to myself in the midst of situations that I'm encountering, I I sense God's presence and I sense God's power. When I remind myself throughout the day that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, it impacts the way I face those situations in life. When I recall those words of the 23rd Psalm, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. And yea, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. When I remember those words, it brings power. It it changes how I face the world. When I remember the words of Jeremiah, I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to bring you hope and a future. When I remember those words in Roman, there is nothing that can separate me from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. And on and on it goes. When I hear myself speak the word of God, I find myself strengthened. And I'm talking about more than just quoting scripture. I'm talking about speaking empowering truth into your life throughout every day. I know that God will get me through this. I know that God has a solution to this problem I'm facing. I know that God is leading me, will carry me through this. Speaking these words out loud <laughs> serves as a counterattack to what your emotions may be trying to tell you or what your thoughts may be saying to you or what the devil may be saying to you or what your so-called friends may be saying to you. So instead of listening to those voices of doubt around you, choose to speak the words of faith. So to experience a something more kind of life where your spiritual life can grow, you have to pay attention to the words you say to yourself. And you have to make the intentional choice to speak God's empowering truth out loud to yourself, day in and day out. Let's move on to the third characteristic, um, the third conversation that we need to pay attention to, and that is the conversation you have with others. I've preached on this many times about the impact that our words have on other people and how we should strive to speak words that build up and encourage others. And this is something we should always pay attention to. But today's message, I want to talk to you about, talk to you about how the words that we speak to others impact our own spiritual well-being. Because the words that you speak have an effect on you, as well as the people that you're speaking them to. And paying attention to your conversation with others, I think, begins not so much with what you say, but what you don't say. As Solomon says, those who guard their mouths preserve their lives. A lot of truth in that. He also says, a fool gives full vent to anger, but the wise quietly holds it back. Now, earlier I talked to you about how uh, sharing your heart and your complaints, whatever that is with God, being open and honest, is a good thing. But sometimes when it comes to people, that's not a good thing to do. Because people don't need to hear your complaints about everything, especially if they're not a part of the solution. Now, I see this all the time on social media. Uh, people will rant about whatever problem or complaint they're experiencing in their life. 
And they rant to an audience that has no investment in trying to help them solve their problem. Uh, This rant just breeds more rants and more complaints, right? And I know of people, I know you do as well, who don't want to talk about anything but their problems. I mean, they're not trying to find people who will help them with solving their problems. They're just looking for anybody who will listen to their complaints. And as a result, their troubles are always front and center in their lives. Now, I know that sometimes we need to talk to others. You know, we, we all need to talk to somebody else every once in a while about what's going on in our lives. But you need to pay attention to how you do it. In fact, when you want to talk to somebody else about the uh, negative things, your complaints and problems that are going on in your life, here's a couple of ways that you can go about doing that. First of all, talk with the intent of getting advice and with the intent of taking action on the advice you receive. Listen, there is nothing empowering about pouring out your problems to someone unless you're serious about finding a solution or finding an answer to it. And so if you need to talk to someone, talk to someone who can speak wisdom into your life and then be willing to put that wisdom or that advice into practice. And secondly, talk about the solution you're pursuing more than you talk about the problem you're facing. Now, I don't know about you, but these are the kind of people I love to be around. <laughs> these are the kind of people I like to talk to, people who help me focus on the solution to the problems more than just wallowing in the problem itself. Solomon says, Gracious words are like a honeycomb, sweetness to the soul, and health to the body. The thing about gracious words is that they not only strengthen those who hear them, they also strengthen those who speak them. So if you want to create an environment in your life where spiritual growth can really take place, pay attention to the words that you speak to others and talk more about the solution than you talk about the problem. Listen, we all need to pay attention to the words we speak because there's an undeniable connection between the condition of our hearts and the content of our speech. When your conversation is filled with negativity, harsh words, complaining, uh, destructive statements, that should be a wake-up call. That something is not right within my heart. That something needs to be changed. And one of the ways to bring about change is to speak out loud the truth of God's empowering word. And you can do that in your prayer life with God. You can do that in the words that you speak to yourself and the words that you speak to others. The bottom line is to realize that your words have power. So you have to realize that your words set the tone for what happens in your day. It also sets the stage for what God can do next in your life. Jesus says, for by your words you will be justified, and by your words you will be condemned. So let's pay attention to what we say. Let's pay attention to how we say it. Let's try to develop a habit to speak, always to speak the empowering truth of God's word into our lives, into the lives of those around us. Let us pray together. Gracious God, these words that Jesus spoke have a way to cut into the quick of our lives because, God, we can all reflect upon the careless words we say and 
Lord, forgive us. We don't want to be held accountable to every careless thing we say. We don't want to be judged by that. We want our lives to be judged by the good that we've said, the way that we've encouraged others, the way that we've, we've proclaimed your hope and your goodwill in life. So, Lord, convict us this day of our need, our need to change the things that are not right within our hearts and with things that are not right in our speech. So God, as you forgive us with your grace, which we're thankful for, enable us now to develop that habit of speaking in ways that are pleasing to you and to others, ways that encourage our own selves by reminding us of how we are called to live in accordance with your word. And that way, God, hopefully we can be a part of the solution of making this world a better place. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.